0: Just come for the night. Take your time. get your Got it dying.
1: Turn me up.
2: style, just like Travis, let's get it. Turn me up. Let's go. Let's go. Just come
0: outside for the night. Take your time. Get your
1: night,
2: eh? You definitely feel it. One more time. You got it. night, Get
1: your
2: One more time. Let's get it. Three, we out here. Let's get it. we going up, baby. I'm town for some peace of mind. It's like
0: always, I just want a peace of mind. I've been focused on the future, never on right now. But I'm sipping that can butcher, either beef or brown. I'm the one that introduces you to the E right now. Oh my god, every day. Well, all right. right. Trying to fight in the night. Come alive.
2: Getting closer and closer to that 100th episode, that milestone... Hey, this episode full impromptu. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all, man. No docket at all. We just going. We flowing right now. Shout out Travis Scott, best live show performer out here.
0: Oh, ain't spiked Christmas,
1: the sun. you
0: worried
1: about that in the double
0: Switch out the bed, needs
1: get rolled
2: I was gonna run it back one more time, but we ain't gonna do that. You got an episode ninety three we back right back at you hey this definitely this this episode is is so impromptu I don't even know you know what I mean. I don't even know how how we gonna flow with this uh but hey. This is how I'm feeling. We on the mic right now. That's is what we're doing right now. Getting closer and closer to that 100th episode, which once we get to that episode, man, this hey, we going all the way up. It's going major at that point. We'll be on season three, episode 100. And, and the journey has been crazy. I got to be real with y'all. The journey has been crazy, man. To just try to like navigate in this space and finding my footing, and, and just I mean it, yeah, it's just been crazy, man. Definitely been crazy, but, but I'm enjoying the journey. Um, loving the process. Excited to see where it's going after this. And hey, man, we going up, man. It's way up. But yeah, man, you got episode 93, No Docket. We ain't going to title this No Docket, but I really don't got one. just uh, came from the good sis, Jess Hilarious' show at the improv. She killed it, of course. I mean, you expect nothing less from Jess, but she went crazy on it. Uh. Shout out to her. Let's clap it up for we'll her.
1: Make we'll make it clap.
2: And, and, and yeah, we and make it clap. And we got to be real, man. Jess is a star, man. Like a bona fide superstar. Whatever she does just turns into gold. That's why we wasn't taking no slander for her from, you know, going towards her. Especially from academics. We wasn't with that. But she's a star, man. And she's made for TV, made for radio, made for comedy. Um, And she's just going to keep reaching new heights, man. I think the sky's the limit for Jess, to be honest with you. And just seeing her rock out on that stage, man, she's just mad comfortable there. You know, the first thing she said, she was like, don't ask me about no Breakfast Club questions. She don't know what's going on and I feel that, you know what I mean? But she's just going to keep doing whatever she's doing, man. Whatever falls on her lap, whatever is 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 made for her, is going to be made for her. And I'm fully understand and I'm aware that she's going to embrace it. And she's going to take it, you know what I mean, to to new to new heights and new levels. So but yeah, the set she did was crazy. It was long. She was on she was on the stage for at least an hour at least maybe even an hour and a half for real for real so it started at 9:30 she probably didn't come on till maybe about a little bit after 10 and she ain't get she ain't get off until like almost midnight she was doing new jokes uh talking about the juvenile joint I mean yeah she was doing all types of jokes man like it was crazy man but the show was lit Uh, I might uh, to the point where I might go back tomorrow and see her again. Like it's to that point. I might go back tomorrow and see her again. (laughs) So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But man, if you get a chance, definitely go tap in with her. She got the, uh, carefully reckless podcast on, uh, on the black effect network. You can definitely tap in with that too. But yeah, man, she come to your city, get there. ASAP. That's all I'm gonna tell you. Get there ASAP. You don't get there, you' missing out. Um, I think what else we got going on, man. It's it's yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't got no docket, man. We just recording and just doing whatever we do, man. <laughs> She's definitely doing some relationship talk, of course. Uh, definitely was a lot of females in the building today, and you know when you. You talk about you know relationships and stuff like that, and open. Oh, hold on, let me let me let me get some kudos to the opening act. He was fire too, Desi Alexander. He was fire too. Get some kudos to him, man. I ain't like the Baltimore joke that he cracked. You know the Ravens joke that he cracked at the end of his set. But other than that, though, he was fire. So kudos to him, man. But you know we you know we just want to get into a little bit of relationship talk real fast before we get into some sports talk because we definitely had some uh some divisional round playoff games today that we'll get into a little bit later but we got we got to talk about one of the things that that is, is kind of been on my mind and, and what I've been thinking about is what can you do to save a relationship like And I know there's definitely a lot of uh, different angles, a lot of different variables about how you can save a relationship. Was the person cheating? Um, Was the person uninterested? Was the person, uh, you know, right, what did did they say? Right, right time, wrong person. Something to that, something to that effect. There's definitely a lot of variables, man. Let me, let me know what y'all feel about what you can do to save a relationship. Because I feel like, The main thing to save a relationship is communication. I'm super congested right now. I'm going to be real with y'all. Like, I literally can't breathe right now. It's crazy. But the main thing you can do to save a relationship is communication. And naturally, I just came from the comedy show, so I had a little bit of spirits up in me. Just a little bit. But, um... Yeah, I think communication is, is the main thing to save a relationship, man. You could you could bow the gifts you want. You can uh you know, show different ways of affection and love, but ultimately the only way to save a relationship is communication. Without the communication, it's a wrap, man. Ain't nothing happening. I need to be able to talk to you. You need to be able to talk to me. We need to be able to come to a mutual understanding. Of what it is that we're trying to accomplish, moving forward, what goals we have, um, and I think that's the main way, man. I think you know what I mean. That people have different love languages. People have different, uh, you know, things that make them tick, and, and you got to kind of figure those out. You got to kind of figure, you know, figure that out. But the the main way to get to that is communication and also paying attention paying attention you gotta pay attention to your partner you got to because if you can't pick up on the little things that they need and the little things that they want then there's no way you're gonna be able to save whatever y'all got but i so I'm i'm gonna say to me communication paying attention to the little things i i do not believe that like Showering somebody with gifts, although we did see Offset do that, and it did work with Cardi, but I do not believe that showering somebody with gifts and and, and sexual favors, whatever fantasies, fetishes, whatever this, that, and the third, is gonna save your relationship. That's not gonna happen. Like it's not. But and 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 it's not just for relationships; it's for situationships as well. <laughs> But yeah, man, y'all got you got to let me know. And let me let me know what y'all think. Y'all, can, you know, what can save a relationship, man? But if the communication ain't on point, and and you know, you know, another thing that you got to deal with is two stubborn people, man. If people are stubborn man, it's going to be hard to save something. It's going to be hard to save a relationship, man, if people are stubborn. Somebody has to be the bigger person. It usually has to be the man or it should be the man to be the bigger person. Because if not, it's a wrap. I mean, it's night-night. You might as well call it a wrap, man. But do I think that a relationship can be saved? Yes, I do think so. Yeah, when I tell you I'm congested right now, it is crazy. But when you're dealing with two stubborn people, two people that think that they are, you know, the prize or or whatever, just that and the third, man, somebody, you know, somebody got to put put their pride to the side, man. And most of the times, it's gotta be the man, regardless of what the woman did. The woman could be horrible, but if the man is not gonna step up and put, it, you know, put his pride to the side and try to save it, more than likely, it's not gonna happen because women. No, let's just be real, man. Y'all y'all not you not stepping up to the plate. Y'all not gonna do it. It's not in y'all nature. So but that yeah, man. But there's definitely you know what I mean, but but if yeah, but if, you know, if some boundaries are costs. if relationships it, it, you know if there are boundaries that that have been uh cross to the point there's no return if the cheating has happened disrespect things of that nature then no ain't no saving it it's a wrap you might as well chalk that up but you gotta you gotta kind of come to the terms of what you're gonna accept and what you're not gonna accept you know in order to patch things up and i say all that to say is that sometimes you gotta be the bigger person as as much as you're not gonna like it as much as is 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 you're not really sure. Somebody has to put themselves out there. And what and, and you gotta understand this. You put yourself out there, there's a chance you could get hurt. You know what I mean? There's a chance if you jump off that ledge and you leap, you might not get caught and you could fall flat on your face. And I think that's what you know what the main hesitation is for people that are stubborn. That's the main hesitation for people that are stubborn, man, but you know somebody that cheats yeah i I don't think that you I don't think as a man you really have to put yourself out there as somebody that cheats man and and you know as as country Rain was talking about that women cheat more than men, is that how you feel? Do you think that? Let me know, man, what's your thoughts, man? Do women cheat more than men? I'm gonna say this, man, I don't know if women cheat more than men. I do know that women are a lot slicker than men when it comes to cheating do will have you shake somebody's hand that they're cheating with. I don't think that men, we don't move that way. We don't never put our women in a position to move, to, to be in that type of situation. We, don't, we just don't move that way. We just don't. But women, on the other hand, yeah, y'all kind of, y'all kind of, you know, y'all can get a little Grammy with it, man. Now, I will say this, that when y'all do do that, most of the times you've been hurt. And a lot of it is retaliatory, so I I will shoot y'all some bell on that extent. But when y'all you know when y'all go to go to cheat and go to hurt a man's feelings, y'all go for the gusto. Y'all don't play no games. Y'all you know what I mean? Y'all y'all shoot the y'all shoot the kill basically. <laughs> but. I don't know, man. I, I guess I gotta think about it. Do women cheat more than men, man? It's a good question. A very good question. Um, and I don't really know I don't really think I got the answer for that, man. Right? I mean, my opinion is that I'm gonna say no. Because I tend to I tend to feel like women in order for them to cheat, they're gonna cheat more emotionally than they are physically i think men cheat more physically than than emotionally so but you know you listen to country wayne talk tell it you know what i mean he definitely thinks that women cheat more than men because he's been the the man that the women have cheated with that's how he's been so and i hate and you know what i'm being messy right now why am i bringing up country wayne when i talked about just hilarious that's messy right now super messy we getting off that. We, we, we getting off that right now. Sorry, Jess. I, don't, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to bring that up during this episode. Man. But, you know, they was talking about uh, what are you willing to change for your partner? And this was coming from uh, Way Up With Yee. Shout out to uh Yee and, and the Way Up Gang, mayo Jasmine. Shout out to them. They was talking about this on either Thursday or Friday what changes are you willing to make for your partner, you know, religion-wise and, um, you know, maybe career-wise, maybe, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of changes that you can make, man. You know what I mean? What are you willing to change for your partner? And I feel like if you really, 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 really want to be with somebody, you are willing to make the changes that are necessary in order to make things work like you got you gotta be you gotta be willing to make those changes, but it should be vice versa though It shouldn't just be one person making those changes. It definitely shouldn't be, but they were specifically talking about religion like are you willing to change your religion for for your partner um if you're you know islam muslim uh are you willing to change for your religion and I don't know about all that I don't know if I'm really changing religion for my partner i I don't really don't know about that just yet. But yeah, am I willing to make some changes for my partner? Of course I am. Of course. If I feel like there's some longevity there and and I feel like the, you know, what we have is solid and we locked in, yeah, man, I'll make a change in a heartbeat. No questions asked. Uh but that but that's just because I'm I'm an understanding man. And my understanding of what it takes. It took me a while to get to the to this where I'm at right now in regards to you know, maturity and change and and trying to put the woman first and, I mean, a lot of different factors, man. It took me a long time to get to this space, man. Was I in this space when I was in my 20s? No. Was I in this space when I was in my 30s? Early 30s? No. But probably late 30s, early 40s? Yeah, I, I definitely definitely got to that space, man. But But do I expect someone to be... In that space that is in their 20s and early 20s, late 20s, early 30s, not really. You know, is it possible? Yeah, it is. It's definitely possible, but it's a lot to ask. It's definitely a lot to ask for somebody, for sure. No doubt. But I feel like people change for, you know, who they want to change for and for what they want to change, but they want that change to bring to their life. So, when I think about, am I willing to change for my partner? Yes, that that would be my answer. Long story short, that would be my answer. I'm willing to change. As long as I don't have to change who I am at the core, then, yeah, I'm willing to make some changes, man, for sure. But you're not about to, like, make me change from being, you know what I mean, a good humanitarian philanthropist uh, and turning into, you know what I mean, someone that is completely terrible or a bad person. No, we ain't doing that. That type of change ain't happening. You know what I'm saying? That type of change ain't happening. And and I don't know why I ain't wearing my hat to the show tonight. I don't know why I ain't. I don't know. But it's cold outside. That's probably why I ain't wearing my hat. That's probably why. Anyway, but yeah, I, you ain't about to change my character. I'm not about to change my character for, for that relationship. But not, not who I am at the core. But am I willing to make some tangible changes for the better of a relationship? Yes, of course I am. No doubt about it. No questions asked, man. I ain't getting no surgery, you know what I mean? But other than that, yeah, man. Tangible, yeah, I'm with it. For sure. For the for the greater good. No doubt about it. Um we're gonna get out the relationship talk, man, because I really don't want to kind of stay on that. Uh again, like I said, I have no docket. I'm just kinda flowing. Um, Do I even have a no-no of the week? I guess I do. So I guess we'll transition into the no-no of the week right now. This episode might not even be an hour. I'm going to be real with y'all. One, I can't breathe. And two, I'm just flowing, man. I don't really have, you know what I mean? I don't really got nothing lined up right now. So I'm sitting here watching Home Alone. It's late night. It's four, what, four thirty in the morning? And I'm literally just flowing. I done had some spirits in me. I came from the comedy show. And this is just me just flowing right now, man. But this no no week goes to the uh the EU, the European Union. Um, this story is coming out of the Irish times, and I'm giving this no no to the European Union. Because they just passed a directive on violence against women, and it is for domestic violence, but it's not going to include the crime of rape. So basically, the, you know, the countries in the European Union, cannot they struggle to decide on a legal definition of the crime, but the omission from rape has, is like the biggest thing in the whole situation. Uh, I feel like if you're going to make a a law, a directive, well, I guess for them it's called Directive of Violence Against Women and Domestic Violence, how can you not include rape? That that doesn't make any sense. The omission from rape, from this directive or law, has been criticized by support groups and politicians who describe the decision as disappointing. Of course this is disappointing. Why would it not be? If you're a woman, you have to be appalled at this decision. And it says that the council, you know, the European Union, they decided to reject the inclusion of the crime of rape based on lack of consent in this first ever piece of European Union legislation aimed at protecting women. And it just doesn't make any sense. And, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're saying that the blame lies with both the French and German governments who are not willing to vote in favor of the inclusion of rape as a crime. I don't override them. That's what you got to do to that. You have to override them. Like you don't, you don't let you know two governments, uh, that you know don't want to vote in favor of that inclusion. You don't let that happen. Somebody has to override that. That, It's not a dictatorship. That's just that's like a morality problem. You know what I mean? Like you know, you might think that might have some. You know, you might think that if you're overriding a situation like that, you're being a dictator. No, that's morals you know what 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 does your mor- morality and compass look like and you know a lot of people are saying this this decision is bitterly disappointing the exclusion of rape reflects a concerning belief that rape is an expendable provision like that's scary man if you're a woman you know what i mean over there that's very very scary and for the european union you know, a union that is made up of a, a lot of different countries. It's not a good look for y'all, man. It's not a good look for y'all. It, it, it kind of makes women feel like they are not being fully protected. I can't imagine what the women of those countries are feeling like right now, especially in Germany or France. They're basically feeling like they can get violated and nothing's going to happen. Like that's, you know what I mean? That's, that's basically how they're feeling like what more can they feel like and it's like if you are if you are a woman and something you know something happens to you to that effect and you try to break it down but you don't want to include you know rape what are you going to do man you know what I mean what are you going to do like what
0: a month what more do you want from me
2: what more do you want from the women of those countries, man, what, what more, what more can they, you know what I mean, what more can they do? It's just a sad situation, man. It's just a very sad situation. And for that reason, man, the, the European Union, this no-no goes to you for not protecting women. Like, why are we why are we not protecting women out here, man? Like, what, what's going on? Like, why, what where are we at a society and the world as a whole where we're not protecting the women? The ones that, you know, reproduce and make, and make children. And, and like, where are we at right now? And for that reason, man, the European Union, this no-no goes to you, man. Yeah, man, that no no goes to the European Union, man. I don't like it. I'm disturbed by the actions. And it's just really upsetting for real, for real. That doing this just is just upsetting news, man. Um let's transition out of that. We'll get into a little bit of sports. We ain't really gonna stay with that too long. We had the divisional playoff. Divisional playoff round start, and the first game we had the Ravens, kind of dismantling the Texans, uh, thirty-four to ten. Lamar Jackson went bananas, two touchdowns, uh, rushing, two touchdowns passing. He balled out. Uh, this looks like the Ravens' year. I I can't even front. This looks like the Ravens' year. Um, C.J. Stroud he played a good game. He didn't really have a lot of passing yards, but Wasn't really a lot of room for him out there um, to maneuver around once the Ravens locked in. Uh, The game was 10-10 going into halftime. It should have been 13-10 of the Texans, but the Texans kicker missed a field goal with maybe about 45 seconds left on the clock in in the second quarter, which I feel like changed the momentum of the game. If he makes that field goal, they go in the halftime up 13-10. I feel like it's a different game um he didn't miss the field goal coming out of halftime Ravens they get the ball off the kick they march right down the field they score now from which should have been a 13-10 game it goes 17-10 and you know the Ravens got another stop and then they scored it again it's 24-10 and at that point it's pretty much a wrap uh 17 fourth quarter points by the Ravens pretty much put this game out of reach and kudos to the Texans though you know for for making this a competitive game I kind of knew that this game was going to be difficult for them to win with a rookie quarterback going into Baltimore, going against Lamar Jackson, who was on a mission to prove that all these other teams made a mistake when he was a free agent and nobody wanted to sign him. I feel like, you know, they definitely had a chance. man. They definitely had a chance. Uh, Nonetheless, Ravens are moving on. They are... Um, going to play the winner of the Kansas City Buffalo game. The game will be played in Baltimore regardless of who wins that game, and it's hard to not like the Ravens chances in that game, but I mean, at the same time though Houston had them on the ropes in the first half. I just don't know what happened to them in the second half, but in the first half, they had them on the ropes, so all the Lamar Jackson haters. What you going to say now? He's won a playoff game, a home playoff game at that. If he wins another one, there's really nothing you can say to him. He don't got to win the Super Bowl this year, to me, in order to prove his playoff uh, history is, is erased. You know, he was 1-3 and three going into this game. Now he's 2-3. and three. If he wins another game, he's 3-3. Three and three. That's sufficient enough for me, for someone that's probably going to be a two-time MVP of the league. But, of course, there are a lot of pundits that think he has to win the Super Bowl this year. I'm not one of them, but I'd like to see him win it. Of course I would, but I'm not one of those people that thinks that he needs to win the Super Bowl this year. If he can get to the Super Bowl, that's good. I mean, he's already got to the conference championship game. That's good to me. If he wins the Super Bowl, that's just icing on the cake. So, we'll see what happens moving forward. Big game tomorrow with Kansas City and Buffalo. Definitely looking forward to that. Um... Second game, Green Bay versus the 49ers. Um, Since I went to go see my good sis, Jess Hilarious, I did not see any of this game at all. Uh, 49ers ended up winning the game 24-21. Brock Purdy, 252 yards, one touchdown. Aaron Jones, 18 carries, 108 yards. It looked like Green Bay had a chance to tie the game um, with the ball late in the fourth quarter. Jordan Love threw a very bad pass. I did see the highlights of the pass. It was definitely an Aaron pass. But they were going down to either go for the game-time field goal or the game-winning touchdown. And just a pass, just just a bad pass, man. Just a very bad pass. But kudos to San Francisco for for outscoring Green Bay in the fourth quarter, 10 to nothing. Because before that, it was a game. You know, 7-6 to going into halftime. But Green Bay, 15 third-quarter points, kind of changed the complexion of the game. So they went into the fourth quarter up 21 14 and the wheels kind of fell off. Don't really know what happened. I guess I'll catch it on Sports Center. Shout out to Scott Van Pelt and the crew. Um, so I guess I'll catch the highlights on that. But Debo didn't play. I do know that much. And without Debo, man, the 49ers, they're just not the same team, man. I understand people think that it's Christian McCaffrey that makes this team go, but it's not. It's really Debo and Trip Williams. Anybody that thinks otherwise doesn't really know what they're talking about. Because when the 49ers lost those two or three games in a row, it was when Debo and Trent Williams were out. <laughs> now, that, granted, they did get by Green Bay, a very tough Green Bay team tonight without Debo, but they were going against a quarterback that they has never been in the playoffs. And they managed to get it done, but... Moving forward, without Debo, I don't see them making it to the Super Bowl, nor do I see them winning the Super Bowl without Debo. That's period, point blank. Uh, But kudos to them, man. Brock Purdy, he's still trying to uh, get the game manager title uh, off his back. But after tonight's game, and from what it looks like, he still didn't do that. So we'll see what happens moving forward. Christian McCaffrey's still... Doing what he does. Um, very strong game. I believe he had a touchdown. I cannot believe that my no I I literally cannot believe I cannot breathe like this, man. McCaffrey, two touchdowns, uh, 98 yards on 17 carries. Um George Kittle with a touchdown, 81 yards. And you know. I mean, San Fran, I mean, they're strong. We're not gonna act like San Fran's not strong. We're not, we're not doing that. San Fran is definitely strong, but I just, I don't know. I'm just not sold on Brock Purdy, man. I just, I, I'm just not there yet. Like, I'm just not there yet. So we'll see what happens. Uh, the winner of that game is gonna play. Well, San Fran is gonna play the winner of the Detroit Lions and Tampa Bay game, which is tomorrow, the early game, I believe. So, I believe it starts at like three three thirty something to that effect. um, I got the Lions winning that game, and I've decided that i I'm going with Kansas City in the Kansas City Buffalo game. I'm going with Patty Mahomes. I'm not gonna disrespect Patty yeah I, I i can't disrespect patty man i just I just can't do it right now I, I I just can't as much as I want Buffalo to win and and I would like well, not I i am not gonna say I want Buffalo to win. I would like to see Buffalo win. I just can't disrespect Patty Mahomes right now, man. I just can't. Not a two-time Super Bowl champ. Not someone that has never really lost in January football. Uh, This is a road game for him, so it's going to be a tough game. But I got Kansas City until until proven otherwise. So I'm excited to see that game tomorrow. Um, Although I may go see my good sis again at 5 o'clock tomorrow. I might go back and see her again. She was that funny. I might go back to another show. I definitely might. So if I'm a little bit late to the Kansas City game, that'll be the reason why. Uh, What else do we got going on sports-wise? Antonio Pierce got hired as the uh, Las Vegas Raiders coach. Good hire. Not mad at it at all. Um, Mike McCarthy got extended for Dallas. He is going to keep his job as much as people don't want him to keep his job, but he is going to keep his job. Um, what else do we get? Um, sports wise, oh, we had we had a big trade in the NBA: Pascal Siakam leaving the Raptors, going to the Pacers for Bruce Brown, um, two first round picks, and another player I can't remember what his name is right now. And how do I feel about that trade? I don't feel anything about that trade. I don't think that that trade makes Indiana any better than what they already were, which is a playoff team that's going to go out in the first round. I don't think they can beat any of the big dogs. They can't beat Milwaukee, they can't beat Philly, they can't beat Boston. Um other, you know, can they beat the Knicks? Maybe. Can they beat Brooklyn? Maybe. Can they beat you know, the other teams that up? Can they beat the Heat? Maybe, but I don't see it happening. I got them winning out. Everybody talks about how they go up and down the floor and how they score all these points and this, that, and third. It's the regular season. That's what the Phoenix Suns used to do when they had Steve Nash. Go up and down the court and score a whole bunch of points. In the playoffs? In the playoffs? Everybody knows that the pace slows down. The game is played at a half-court game. They're not going to be running and gunning in the playoffs. That's not going to happen. I don't know why people like, think, I, I don't know what, you know what I mean? Who thinks that? I don't think that. That's for sure. But it's the like the playoffs. Come on, man. The playoffs. We're talking about the NBA playoffs where it's an automatic half court game. Automatic. If you think that Indiana is going to run up and down the court in the playoffs, you've got another thing coming. Like, there's there's not a chance in the world that that's going to happen. So, I I mean, I don't really know what the thinking is behind their trade. And Siakam is only a rental. I mean, he's a one-year rental. So, it's not like when, you know, when the Raptors got Kawhi and he was a a rental and he he took him to the championship. That's not happening for the Pacers. They'll be lucky if Siakam resigns. More than likely, Siakam's going to get a bag. He's leaving Indiana. Who wants to be in Indiana? Nobody. Halliburton, he's a good player. Halliburton is, is top-notch. He, he's a top-notch point guard. He's not a bum. He's not a slouch by any means at all. But he's not taking you to the championship. He's not even taking you out the first round. So do I like the trade? Yeah, for the Raptors. They got two first-round picks how can you not like two firsts you know Bruce Brown they saying he's not going to be in Toronto that long he's on the the Lakers radar would I like to see the Lakers pick him up uh maybe I'd rather them go for Levine or or uh or DeMar DeRozan but that's just my personal preference all this talk about DeJounte Murray going to the Lakers no for D'Angelo, no man, Lakers. He doesn't move the Jazante Murray is not that good. He doesn't move the needle. Now, of course, I'm saying that he had two back-to-back game winners on back-to-back nights, but at the end of the day, Jazante Murray is not a top 20 player in the league, not top 25. He might not even be top 30. So, what are we giving up? What are we giving up, D'Angelo Russell for? Um, you know, a couple draft. What? What are we doing that for, Lakers? What are we doing? Like, why? I don't see any reason for that. It, it makes no sense. Um, and and I don't I don't really like the trade, man. Like to me, that's a very bad trade. That's a good trade for Atlanta. Very good trade for Atlanta. They get a you know, they get a point guard in Russell, they get some draft picks. Uh they get my man Hood Shafino. Like that's a good trade for Atlanta. For the Lakers, that's horrible. That like that's horrible. You giving up all that for one player that's not even top thirty in the league, might not even be top 40 in the league. I like DeJounte Murray. He can play, but he's not He's not better than Siakam. I know that much. And Siakam is not a top 30 player in the league. He might be top 35, maybe top 40. I put DeJounte Murray somewhere around that. You know what I mean? Somewhere around there. So... You know, man, we'll, we'll, we'll see, man. We'll see what happens with that moving forward. But do I expect do I expect the Lakers to make a move? I do. I, I fully expect them to make a move because that's what the Lakers do. Although they won the end-season tournament with the roster they got, they don't really need to make a move. But as long as they keep losing games like they lost the other night to Brooklyn, Rob Palenka is not going to sit back. He's not. Shout out to Devin Booker for the 52 points that he had. Uh, the other night he was going crazy. Uh, what else do we have going on right now? Uh, yeah. When I talk about no docket, I mean I'm I'm really talking about no docket, man. Uh, shout out to the Barnes Boys podcast, man. Shout out to to Matt Barnes' kids. Um, mm-hmm. for the podcast, I I was going to do a shining segment on them, but. Again, no docket, so I ain't really doing all that right now. But those dudes are entertaining, man. And it goes back to the whole thing I was talking about, about Pat McAfee and and how he cusses and, and, you know, things of that nature. Man, Pat McAfee, man, kids are looking up to you, bro. Kids are looking up, man. Look at the Barnes Boys podcast. People, you know, we we want these kids to to emulate and and follow in the footsteps of, of, you know, what some of the greats can do, such as yourself. And you got to always be mindful of that, Pat McAfee. Always be mindful of that, man. I'm not saying you can't cuss at all, but you don't want to make that a majority of, you know, your show. Especially when you got kids like the Barnes Boys podcast out here, you know, making you know making shows and mimicking what the greats are doing. You know, they're mimicking what Stephen A is doing, mimicking what, you know, what, what, what their dad is doing, Matt Barnes, and what, you know, what Stack is doing, with, the, with all the Smoke podcast. They're mimicking that. And I just want to kind of shine some light on them, man. This ain't a shining segment, but I, I might do it next episode. But shout out to the Barnes Boys podcast, man. If you get a chance, definitely tap in with them. They're entertaining. You know what I mean? And it's just like the kids' swag nowadays is just so much different. It's just, I mean, I, I got to be real, man. Their swag is way better than, than ours was when, when I was coming up. You know what I mean? They got the, the language, the res or whatever they call that. You know what I mean? There's a dude on TikTok who I see his res, res videos all the time, and they're crazy. They are crazy, man. You know what I mean? Even the, And these females know they're being filmed, and, and they know they're being gamed up. And dude still manages to get the number like every time almost. like He's shooting like 100% from the field. Like, if there was ever a dude that's Steph Curry and, and not scared to shoot a shot, it's this dude on TikTok, man. Dude puts up jumpers on a daily basis <clears throat> and records them, which is crazy, man. You know what I mean? I don't never really see him talking to no, uh, yeah, he, he be talking to some, some all right chicks. I don't never see him talking to nobody weak. He be talking to some all right joints. They be all right. Uh, what else we got going on? We had Snoop turning down a hundred hundred million dollar deal for OnlyFans. Um, due to you know, due to his wife, the boss lady, and Snoop saying that he couldn't take that deal because he wasn't gonna put his thing on the table or, or you know, his his manhood on the table. His wife wasn't gonna be with that. Look here, Snoop. More power to you, man. You you a solid individual, but we're talking about a hundred M's. Now, granted, you don't want your lawyer to be to be to be bit ba- you don't want your loyalty to be based on a dollar sign no you don't but me and my wife we had to have a conversation i'm sorry we got to have a conversation about this 100 m's 100 m's we gotta have a conversation i'm sorry we got i mean if we have a conversation then you still don't want me to do it all right no problem i have no problem listening we, i'm not doing it but we got to at least have a conversation about it i ain't just coming out the cut and saying no the conversation must be had. That goes back to the whole thing I said at the beginning of this episode. Communication is everything. Communication is everything, man. But for 100Ms, yeah, we got to have a major conversation, man. And, uh, yeah, man, we got to have a conversation. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Boss lady, we got to have a conversation over, over 100Ms. I'll give you 25. I'll give you 25, even though it's in, you know, he in Cali, so it's gonna get tax heavy. But out of the 100 M's, he's still gonna get about 80. You know what I mean? So I'll give you 20. You take 20 M's just for me to show my private parts, I we ain't got to have sex on camera. They just want to see my private parts. I'm yeah, I'm give, yeah, I'll give you 20 out of the 80. I got you, I got you, boss lady. Speaking of Snoop, Snoop um, prayers up to his daughter who had a stroke. Uh, Princess brothers. This is a sad situation. And she's so young, too. She's 25. It's like, man, that's crazy, yo. you 25, you having a stroke, man. That's scary, scary, scary stuff right there. That's scary stuff, man. Very scary. Uh, hopefully, you know, I mean, she does have lupus, so it's not like she's 100% fully healthy, but... I just can't imagine, you know what I mean? I can't imagine, man. Health is wealth, man. When they talk about, like, when, you know, when you hear that phrase, health is wealth, you never really think about it until you see other people going through, you know, major health implications. And then you realize, like, you really got to take care of yourself out here. Like, you really, really got to take care of yourself. If you don't, man, bad things can happen. Uh, You know what I mean? Bad things can happen. And, you know, as African Americans, we're not really big on going to the doctor, big on having you know uh, physicians and things of that nature. But that's something we got to change. That's something we got to change. Now, I will say this: healthcare providers, y'all got to make it affordable. Y'all got to make it affordable. Y'all killing us out the pocket. You know, you get a job. Let's just say you getting a thousand dollars a week, and they taking two hundred for healthcare. That's a lot of money for healthcare, man. When when you know foreign countries get healthcare for free, that's a lot of money for some healthcare. And I'm just I'm just not a fan of that. I'm just I'm of the ilk, of I'm just not a fan of that. I think that that should be that's a lot of money, but you know, America healthcare, we got, you know, top of the line. And a lot of that money, you know that we're making going into healthcare. But for all that, we should have a cure for ALS. We should have a cure for cancer. Like, for all that money that y'all getting from healthcare, from people, from their jobs that's working, you know, 40 hours a week, and y'all taking half their money at the end of the month or every two weeks, yeah, there should be some cures for some of these diseases. There should be. There definitely should be. But shout out to uh, Snoop's daughter, man. Hope you get better. Prayers up to her. Um, What else we got going on? Oh man, so so last episode I bigged up the uh the 20 verse one series that is with um what is dude's name, man? Rob Rob something, I can't remember what his name is, but I big I begged the show up because I was a fan of it. I uh I definitely you know what I mean? I, I definitely was liking the show. I thought it had a lot to bring to the table. And I just seen a lot of potential in the show. And it's like, as soon as I talk about it, why does something crazy happen? Like, why rhyme with the sauce? Not, not Rob, rhyme with the sauce. Why does something crazy happen as soon as I decided, you know, to, to big to show up and shine some light on the show, man? So apparently they were doing a 20 verse one. You know, as I said before, it's a dating show. 20, you know, 20 people, get to basically get chose or choose up um on the show with one celebrity and last episode they had Krishawn. um shout out to blue face praise out the blue face free blue face everybody hates blue face i like blue face free blue face but they had Krishawn on the show apparently during her episode she must have had a lot of thugs to choose from because during the episode uh i guess a dude One of his partners tried to steal the camera. It starts a whole melee and an altercation. And the dude that was trying to steal the camera and his boys, they were in there fighting. They were getting beat up by the dude that owns the camera. He was giving it to these dudes. I'm talking about he was giving it to them. Hard. And they end up jumping him. He ends up getting pistol whipped and getting two guns drawn on him. All this because he's trying to protect his equipment. And he's beating a dude up, man. And as a man, sometimes you just got to take your L, bruh. Like, if you're getting beat up physically, now we're talking about just physically. I'm not talking about taking no mental Ls. We ain't talking about that. But I'm talking about in a physical fist fight. If you are getting beat up, you don't, don't pull a gun out, man. Don't do it. Just don't do it. It's not worth it. Live to fight another day. It's not worth it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just not. They pulled the gun out. Thank, thank the Lord that they didn't pull the trigger. You know what I mean? Because everything was on camera. They had everything on camera. I'm sure the, you know, Ryan with the sauce is going to press charges on everybody that was, you know, involved in that melee. Because I would. Because this, I mean, this is a business type of thing. It's not like a street thing. This is his business. Is is it is it street code to press charges? No, of course it's not. But in a situation like if they would have been out on the street and something like that happened, no, you can't press charges. But in a situation like that, it's a little different, I think. So I think he did say that he was going to press charges. I don't think the dude that hosts the show is going to press the charges, but whoever's equipment that was, he is definitely pressing charges. He said something about it, and it's just a daggone shame, man. It's just a daggone shame, for real. That show had major potential, and it will be the episode that Krishan is on where something goes haywire. Because all she does is fight, man. As much as I like Blueface, I'm not really that big of a fan of, of Krishan. I mean, I am a little bit, but she's been turning me off lately. For real, for real. She's been turning me off lately, man. She was messy. They showed her eating food out of out of one of the hot trays with, with the big spoon, and dude said, you want to play? She said, no. Like, it just, I mean... It, i don't know i'm just i'm just losing the like that i had for her i'm just losing it um but hopefully yeah but shout out the Ryan with the sauce hopefully you kind of get that taken care of and, and you you keep pushing with the episodes and you know what i mean the show you got you got something man so don't don't ever lose that keep keep going with that man uh what else we got going on they had the video you know what I mean, with Gotti, and and he was performing at 42 Dog and Friends, and they said he had a bulletproof vest on. Some people saying it was just his stomach, and he was just, you know what I mean? he just put on some weight. I think it was just his stomach. Didn't look like a vest. As someone that had a vest before, it did not look like a vest that he had on. It just looked like he getting that good loving for Angela Simmons. Angela Simmons making those Angela cakes for him. You know, shout out to uh, Angela Simmons and her, her, her you know, her new cake line, which is pancake and funnel cake mix, Angela's cakes. This look like Gotti eating good, man. People think that's a, that's a bulletproof vest. No, he eating good. He got a good woman, and she's feeding him very well. Very, very well to the point where people think that he got a vest on. No, man, dude ain't got no vest on. Uh, you know, we do understand what happened to his brother last week, but that man is eating good, man. And in a relationship, you're supposed to put on weight. You're supposed to gain weight. If you gain weight, what does that mean? That means that you're happy. You know what I'm saying? If you lose weight, that's a problem. What does that mean if you lose weight? It's not a good look. It's not a good look. If you lose weight, it's not a good look. But, uh, shout out to 42 Doug, too, man, for putting that on for Detroit. Man, I seen Days, Loaf, Black Youngster, Gotti. I mean, that joint just looked like it was lit. Uh, Gillian Wallow was there. Definitely looked like it was a, you know, a lit event, man. I wish I'd have known about it sooner. I'd have made my way. I want to get back to Detroit ASAP. Like, I can't wait to go back to Detroit. For real, for real. Um... What else we got going on, man? That's all we got, man. This episode is pretty much over. We ain't really, we ain't really getting into anything else for real, for real, right now. Uh this is no docket impromptu after the comedy show. Spirits is flowing, and I just feel like popping off right now. And yeah, man, that's what we got, man. You got it. Episode. 93, we getting closer and closer to that milestone episode, and hey man, I'm loving the process, man. Shout out to the good sis, just hilarious. Tap in with her if you can. Shout out to the Black Effect. Shout out to iHeart. Shout out to Way Up with ye And we out of here. You got it, Gia.
1: And we right. No, you're not right.
2: Well, tonight, on tonight, mic, you're about to heal. Hey, swear. hey, the hey, 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 the hey, <laughs> Shout out 50 in the green light gang too.
1: Let's go. you,
2: So tap in with me. Let me know what y'all can do to save y'all relationship, man. Let me know, man. I need to hear, I need to hear from the public about this, man.
1: Here
2: we go. Here we
1: go.
2: I can't wait till tomorrow's game, too. Kansas City, Buffalo. Woo! Let's go, man.
1: Excuse me, Daddy. Excuse
0: me, Daddy. Excuse me, Daddy, Y'all wrong. I'm wrong.
2: And we're going to have another top five list next episode. That's a La Vista River Dirty. we out of here. Deuces.